0: Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Welcome back to the one and only Caps the
1: Podcast. Now, sit back, relax, relax, and enjoy. Cavs the Podcast. I'm Nate Smith here with uh, Tom Pestack and Evil Genius. And this is the final. Cavs, the podcast for the 2016 2017 season. The Cavs are no longer reigning champions. Uh, They fell to the Warriors. What was the final score, EG? Uh,
2: 129 to 120.
1: And uh, it it was a rough one. It was. uh, Cavs looked like they had it going. Uh, As you said, the score was only so close because J.R. Smith. Yeah.
2: Yeah, J.R. Smith. Rain fire
1: <laughs> refused to go quietly into the night. Yeah,
2: he was he was doing everything he could to back up his Cavs and seven tweet. I mean, seven of eight from three, nine of eleven overall. I mean, you couldn't be much hotter than Jr was tonight. Yeah. And quite frankly, he should have had more shots.
1: Yeah, I I thought one of the Cavs' big problems in the second half was their actually the whole game from the second quarter on was their offensive execution. Um, especially to set up shots for guys that were red hot, uh, was, was poor. And, and part of that was the Warriors' defense, but part of that was the Cavs' real impatience on offense. And I really felt like they, uh, didn't do what they did in game four and play their own pace and really played to the Warriors' pace. And it, it burned them. And the Warriors, as, as we were noting in, in the first uh, take of this podcast. Uh, that twenty two to two run in the second quarter was uh, was hard to recover from. And the Cavs, yeah. what did they close? It, the closest they got was three.
2: Yeah, they got to three on that LeBron uh, putback. But actually, it was a i i i put it on wrong. It was I I had counted the the free throw that Steph. Curry missed at the end of that run, so it was actually only a twenty-one to two, twenty-one to two instead of twenty-two to two run. But oh, still, okay. I mean, that was the that was the the killer right there because they spent the rest of the game playing catch up, and yeah. and expending energy that that the Warriors didn't have to.
1: Yeah, and and LeBron, I think you said before we started the to, the podcast, Tom, uh, LeBron looked at peace with what had happened on the court, like he was, yeah. Uh, shaking everybody's hand and you know yeah. telling them congratulations. Well, and more
0: importantly, more importantly, he looked real positive, had held high. You know, walking through the to the locker room, high fiving Cavs personnel. I think I saw him high five David Griffin. He did his like special handshake with Kyrie. Um, so that was a good sign. I mean, at a macro level, I'm not really that upset about the outcome. I know 401 seems kind of Severe, but um, they should have won game three and they were in this game. And even yeah. when they got down 17 or whatever in the second quarter, they fought back and they made a game out of it. Yeah, They never really went away. Uh, I know Curry was dagger hunting for the last two minutes. I'm sorry. I just I can't stand that guy. I really is oh, he, the worst. Like, everything about that him just drives me nuts. And the way at the end he was like Blatantly. Trying, you know, to, like, get himself pumped up. It's like, bro, you got totally punked last year despite winning 73 games. Yeah. So Kevin Durant shows up and completely, like, bails you out. And just just watching him the way he was celebrating, like, you know, like he's been trying to get to the finals for, like, 20 years, and he finally, like, broke through. It just – it was kind of nauseating, honestly. Who, I mean, uh hurry. Curry, okay. Just like yeah. like three minutes left, you know. Yeah. He's like celebrating, like, but instead of walking the ball up the court, he's shot hunting. You know, it's just it's just really irritating. But um, no, I, I at a macro level, I thought the Cavs played really well. They put up hundred and thirty-seven points against what was allegedly like the best defense in the NBA. Yeah, they put up a ton of points tonight. Um, I think that they're a very good team. Like, they might. I, I honestly think they might be better than last year's team. Oh, the Cavs? And, I think um, they are, yeah. Yeah. And I think really the main thing, there was really two things. One is I feel like even though the difference between 4-1 and 40, you know, me, you know, mechanically isn't that different. I think the perspective is like the perception is very different. Oh, so the fact that the Cavs spoiled like the perfect sixteen and zero season, and the fact that they showed the last three games that they're not really that far behind. Yeah. Um, I think that's really important going forward, just for the psyche of the team. And I also think now, um, the other thing is just Kyrie Irving. You just can't, you know. I mean, I I looked at this during the regular season. You know, you remember this intimately, eg, how. Uh, Jeremiah, Engelman and Ben Alomar were cast on a lot of shade on Kyrie back in like yep. December. And I wrote that long post saying like, Hey, you know, it's great that we use these like regular season stats to show that Kyrie's like, not uh, like a top 10 player, but he's been pretty darn good in the post season. And you can't like discount that. Well, now he was great again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's not a, <laughs> I thought Kyrie was outstanding these last three games.
1: I had a real problem with him tonight. Um,
0: What was your problem?
1: I thought there was way too many possessions, especially in that second quarter run, um, where he just dribbled into a a bad shot. And the problem is, is, yeah, he can get that shot. Yeah, he can make that shot. But the whole, he doesn't understand how to use pace to control the tempo of the game and he's playing into the Warriors' hands when he just comes down and take that one-on-four pull-up. Like, they want to play fast. They want to get into their offense. They want you to not run an offense, and they don't want to have to work on defense. And when you do that, you're bailing them out. I would rather see them run a 20-second offense and miss a shot than have a make a shot and have the Warriors come right back on the break at them, you know. It's, I just didn't think he, uh, my problem with Kyrie is he still has not figured out how to control the game. He still makes enormous mental mistakes at the end of games. Um, I, I, there was one point tonight where they're posting up, um, Kevin Durant and they've got Patrick McCaw throwing that post up play into Durant and he's being guarded by love. And I'm just screaming at Kyrie. I'm like, McCaw's not going to do anything there. Go pressure that ball, eliminate that entry pass, and you've defended. But he's going through the motions on defense and not playing intelligently. He's not thinking about what's going on on the court. He's just kind of reacting. And Kyrie, just I don't know if he's a smart enough player on the court to, to be good enough to beat the Warriors on a regular basis. I just don't see it. Um And he's very frustrating at times. Um, And, yeah, he's a brilliant individual scorer, and he's as good of a one-on-one player as there is in the league, but he can't always figure out how to tra- transition that kind of dominance into a way to control the game. And he needs to learn how to do that to be a better player.
0: Well my takeaway from the post season and the finals was that I saw enough out of him many times on the court. He was in for, for spurts, the best player mm-hmm. and his, his, you know, pay, fly paper defense kind of fades away. You know, like he becomes, I don't want to say a good defensive player, but serviceable. Um, You know, when he's when he's focused and I just thought that going into the playoffs, you know, this season, once again, I'm like trying to square regular season Kyrie with postseason Kyrie. And I still think, you know, he has a ton of room for improvement. I don't think he's a very smart player, Um, you know, clock management. A lot of the things you were talking about, um, you know, puzzling decisions. But at the same time, I mean. You know, it, it. You know, he lit up Steph Curry last year. Yeah. Guess what? He lit up Clay Thompson this year. Clay Thompson is like a way better defender. Cool. Yeah, he he lit Curry. he
2: lit him up. He lit him up in game in game four.
0: Yeah. He lit I, him I, up I just, the last few games. At, I looked at, um, you know, just the, his body of work in the postseason, and came away with the conclusion that he still has room to grow, and that he's the you know. He's at times the best player LeBron's ever played with. I agree with that, and, and I think he, I think is... he'll go
2: down. Da- I think he'll go down as the best player LeBron's ever played with.
0: You mean so until that that LeBron come...
1: goes to Golden State? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No way. No. Uh, the only other
2: place LeBron's bad. going is is the Lakers potentially if he can put the banana boat team together just to have some fun. But I don't think he's going anywhere.
1: No, I agree. And my big takeaway from this. Um, from this game was basically Tyron Lue had a hundred games to figure out what to do when LeBron James is on this on the bench, and you know where what are we at? However many games they played, he hasn't figured it out yet. And I really thought that that Shumpert, Duron Williams backcourt was absolute garbage. Lost them that second quarter and and probably lost them the series uh, because they just bled points like nobody's business when those two were on the court, especially when LeBron was off it. And LeBron was exhausted by, you could tell midway through that second quarter. And, you know, we've harped on it all season. And, of course, we're going to get a certain critic talk about the minutes, please, but
0: the, the Cavs I, mean, I, I mean, I think you're focusing so much on what the Cavs had wrong. I think Kevin Durant just happened tonight. No, you
1: know? I, I disagree with you. I think the Cavs lost. I think the Cavs can play with this team. The Cavs are, but they're not playing as smart as this team. And
0: the Cavs fought back, got to within three. three. I can't remember if it was three or five it was when three. Durant, three. When it Durant was three. Williams. Well, what was the score when Durant Williams had the wide-open three that Swirled out was it were they down five, and that would have cut it to two, yeah, yeah, okay, so well, LeBron happened.
2: did LeBron cut it to three with the with the putback um layup
0: okay, so they were in the game, and then I thought they played some you, you know a little bit of decent defense on Durant, They forced the shot clock down, and he hit two stupid shots you know, in a row, or maybe it was sandwiched between an Andre Iguodala three during a hard closeout. And it's just sort of like, yeah, I, I think when the Warriors play to their ceiling, I think they're a better team. I, I, but I don't think the gap is as big as I thought it was. Yeah. Based see, on the you're proving
1: team. my point though.
0: What? what, pro- what it, my I,
1: point is that Kevin Durant doesn't have to play 42 minutes to win. Kevin Durant... Like-
2: played 40 42
1: tonight did he yeah okay well, he played
2: 40 sorry he played 40
1: yeah and he's younger but
0: what did he I average guess, for i guess the i'm series? Nate, i guess he's i'm happy that three i don't years think... young
2: here here i i Nate, i gotta say this i i think you're i think you as much as you're i think you have a point that it is that, that they are closer to them than most people think and that and that but you can't discount what Durant did. There I'm was not know so
1: what. No, 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 I'm did. saying
2: there were so many shots. It's not just the the points. There were so many shots that he hit that that stopped a Cavalier run. No, no, no. That
1: he was Golden
2: State didn't have last year when when the Cavs were making uh, uh, runs. I, I'll, the I'll last agree year.
1: with you on that. But you also look at the way what happened to the Cavs when LeBron wasn't in the game the whole series. Well, and tonight was the it wasn't series. that bad. It wasn't that bad tonight he played when he wasn't in the game minutes, He was only Tom. not in for 2 minutes. Tom,
0: he played 46 minutes. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, in that 2 minutes they didn't get I, I don't think they shed bled any points.
2: No, they bled points because Ooh, Look, any,
0: that's a, that's besides the point. Toward, I guess they were lost. when that's LeBron a dumb was on the bench oh. tonight. They he tried was to minus they, 13. So. do you really they, think LeBron was too gassed at the end and that's oh why the Oh my he looked lost. exhausted that whole game. He was I mean, exhausted the the game, from the second was, quarter on. He's just shedding defenders, throwing down dunks. Yeah, but he
1: like, wasn't guarding like, anyone. He, he wasn't rebounding. I mean, he's they awesome. showed it at halftime. They had he Andre Iguodala checked. coming in and dunking on him. LeBron just was, standing there watching him was dunk.
0: checking Durant in the fourth quarter, and he didn't actually. I mean, Durant hit one shot over him that I remember, and the other times he gave the ball up. I don't think LeBron was gassed at the end of the game. I really don't. Well, then... He looked
2: tired to me, but
1: he looked tired to me.
0: Tom. But then again,
2: he scored 41 oh, yeah. points I mean, I guess at 13 rebounds
0: and eight assists. So my takeaways are: after game two, I worried that you know maybe you got to blow it up a little bit. Like maybe you're just so far and away inferior to this team that this like love Kyrie Lebron thing's not going to get it done because Kyrie's really overrated and Love's just not the player. You know that he was in Minnesota, and there, you know, it's just it is who he is. He's like a decent player, maybe a borderline all star in the East, but you know. And then after Game Three, and then Game Four, especially, and even tonight, you know, I mean, Golden State, I mean, tonight they should have blown the Cavs out by like a hundred points, and they didn't. The Cavs fought back and they kept it close the entire fourth quarter, and it wasn't until the very end, after Durant hit a couple stupid shots, that everything just kind of broke down and it was over. But I mean, to me. It's like, if you can improve your perimeter defense a little bit, find a, you know, a clever way to get slightly better with a rotation player, you know, maybe just improve like on Shump or Richard Jefferson or something, you know, find a diamond in the rough. I think you're, you're right there again. And I, I still think the Cavs are so superior to every other team in the East. And who knows? Maybe like some, there's some David West type player out there. That's just like, you know what? Screw the Warriors, and I'm going to go sign a clue for the vet minimum. I don't know. Maybe it's Bosch. I don't know. I mean, but I feel I don't better think about Bosch it. Bosch
1: helps them much.
0: Well, I, I just feel better about the Cavs going forward. I understand Golden State's like freaky, scary, and stuff like that, but I just feel like I already knew that. I didn't know that the Cavs could hang with this team, and now I feel like I know that.
1: I'll agree with you there. Um, yeah. I just, my worry is. Their inability to find an answer for when LeBron has to sit, and um, and their defense, and just they were outcoached this series, and I'm not sure that's going to change by next year.
0: I mean, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I didn't. What did Steve Kirk do that, or Mike Brown do that was like any good? I mean, they played Zaza Pachulia until they were getting killed and couldn't play him anymore. And then they just ran with the death lineup. And tonight, Andre Iguodala decided to hit a bunch of threes. I mean, and Durant was just crazy stupid.
2: He only I, hit two threes, Iguodala.
0: Well, it felt like he hit like five. but
2: Well, he, had, he, he, had, nine, nine he of had nine shots, but he only had two seven on
0: three. Well, then the other thing, like, Clay Thompson was cold at the end of the season, and he was cold in the first round of the playoffs. And he was, like, as good as he's ever been in the finals.
1: I don't so think like, that Mike Brown and Steve Kerr were that great. I just think the Cavs were that bad. I, did, mean, I mean, the it was Cavs totally like losing track of guys on backdoor cuts. Yeah, uh,
2: I, I, I would agree with that. I think the, the defense, for sure, left a lot to be desired from a rotational standpoint. In fact, the only game they seemed to really lock in and and play – with some real abandon on defense was Game Four, and even with that, they still gave up a lot of points. But they they just they had a great shooting night, and they actually had a great shooting night tonight too. When they shot fifty, 50 almost fifty four percent from the field, yeah, and forty yeah, almost fifty six percent from
0: defense from in three. the NBA.
2: I agree. That's I'm saying that they, they built this team to just be an offense, offense to be an yeah. offensive juggernaut. Yes. And yes. that's what, exactly what they did. They averaged, yeah. what, they averaged, like, what, 100 and, 117 points against the Warriors, yes. both, the best defense in the league. Yeah, Unfortunately, an, Warriors averaged
0: 100. They're you know, an offensive eight. juggernaut, Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I just think that the Cavs were not very good on defense. I don't know if it's players. I don't know if it's coaching. It's probably a combination of the two. That was the story the entire oh, like, um, season. And... I just did not understand Tyron Lue's rotations the entire playoffs. I mean, Iman Shumpert was such hot garbage tonight. He <laughs> was minus nine in four minutes w- with a turnover and one miss shot.
0: Well, I mean, I mean you can't you can't spend five minutes complaining about how tired LeBron is. I mean, someone's got to guard Durant. <laughs> like, yeah, but you just uh,
1: Derek Williams didn't play the whole series.
0: Well, at th- some point you—I yeah, I w- kind of wish you would have played more too. But you know, that's what I'm—that's kind of what I'm getting at. I thought that despite you know, when I looked at the this series on paper, I shuddered. When I looked at this series just from like a matchup perspective, I shuddered. When I looked at this series from a hey, you know, this was a team that was six ninety nine to six ninety nine. We got the final fifty three seconds, and they go out and add Kevin Durant. I mean, or I guess they replace. Their weakest rotation link, Harrison Barnes, and add Kevin Durant, who not only is a great player, probably you know, definitely like a top five player in the league, but he just perfectly fits like the way they play. The way they play, you know, he was like made for their system. So all of those, I just thought like these teams aren't even close. And so to watch the Cavs just compete, so your I feel your like glasses half full. My yeah, because I because half... <laughs> I don't. I mean, I, it's half full because I. I feel like Kyrie can continue to improve. Um, I think, uh, and then I just think you gotta you gotta look to get a little bit better uh, defensively. I think the Cavs definitely had too many three point shooters. I mean, think about you got yeah Kyle Korver, you got James Jones, you got Kevin Love. You can't really count James Jones though. Well, I'm just saying you got like all these guys. They've got literally
1: one guy on their team that can't shoot threes.
0: Right, and, right. and they Tristan don't Thompson. have any—there's no, like, Tony Allens on the team. There's no, like, wow, that dude, you know, or Patrick Beverley's, or, like, man, that dude's like a bulldog. They had that dude, a... and they cut him. Yeah, well, I mean, that was—I mean—
2: Well, they thought they had that dude, and then he showed what he really is, and Shumpert.
0: Oh, well, right. To Tyler's credit—
2: I was talking about to Ty he only played he only played Schumper. He's by the way, Ty Lu's not gonna play Liggins, dude. Like he wasn't gonna play him. He didn't well, he That's, stopped that's my entire them.
1: problem he's with Ty Lu. He he has these things he does, you know, and he's stubborn and doesn't try different things. And you look at Steve Kerr and you got Patrick McCaw out there getting minutes. He's got a rookie getting minutes. Tyloo isn't that's gonna true. give a rookie minutes. I feel like Ty Lu coaches based on a guy's reputation rather than what he's actually providing on the court at times. I mean, Darren Williams to me was unplayable that whole series and he played yeah. him. Yeah. You know,
0: right. It. Yeah. I mean, he definitely has his guys. I mean, Richard Jefferson's obviously a guy that you kind you know, was kind of almost out of the rotation at times in the regular season. And yeah. he played a ton of minutes because he trusted him.
1: Yeah. And uh, I actually thought he played really well the last, you know,
0: yeah. I thought he was serviceable. I mean, um, he certainly was better. I mean, he sure missed it. a bunch of open shots in, like, the second quarter. Yeah, his quarter, three has aban- But he did have that
2: put-back dunk.
0: Yeah. Yeah. By the way, that alley-oop to TT, yeah. they only showed it once on oh, replay. Yeah, from, like, the top yeah, of the basket the angle. Race, 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 I really wanted to see that, like, from a bunch of different angles in slow motion, because yeah. that was straight ludicrous. Oh yeah, well Tristan, that was Tristan
2: a showed up for the it's most part, although you know it was did, still tough. the last two games. Yeah, and look, I think the thing we haven't talked about is the fact that Kevin Love, who I think Ooh. was noted that that he didn't, he's one of the I think the fewest fouls per for per forty eight minutes big men. Picked up two quick fouls and then was basically on the bench for the rest of the well. The, and then Durant
0: hit LeBron in the face, and that should have and been didn't third get a third foul. foul. That, yeah, that was ridiculous. Just, it's yeah. really easy to see guys getting hit in the face when they're no,
2: but I think, I think my point was that in taking love out that quickly with the two fouls, like I would have kept love i would have kept the same rotation I would have kept love yeah. going back in because the problem is it led to it he directly led to system. the the shumpert and and d will backcourt yeah. where with corver and and i think it was it was like no there was like no forward on the floor at one point and yeah. that just can't happen against the goal against the warriors yeah. so you, I think in, in a game like that, you take the you take the chance because Love just never got his shot going because
0: yeah, he, was, he, he was
2: sitting on the bench and he was cold and
1: he's know, even some I mean,
0: free throws. I think he was like yeah, two he, of five he had that O for free two throw. free throw possession. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, and yeah. I thought the Cavs were right there this game for a lot of it, and like you said that that second quarter, that blown foul call, and then yeah, the two fouls on Love were just the Cavs could never come back from that. It was it was a bridge too far. <laughs>
0: Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I saw a couple of positives, especially, like, you know, Jr. had such a bad season that, you know, part of me yeah. wondered, like, you know, he's getting up there. He's over 30, or his best days behind him. But, man, did he play well tonight, I thought. Yeah, um, the last that two blown, games I thought he played really that well. That blown coverage notwithstanding. Yeah. So that makes me feel good because we got him for a couple more seasons.
1: Yeah, um, I thought the last two games he played real well. And, and I've had the discussion with EG, I think the last podcast, it's really hard to get on to get really upset about JR when the dude broke his hand and he still got yeah. screws in his hand and he yeah. came back in the season and gutted it out and plus with everything going on with his kid I'm not yep. yeah. And and here's the thing he was a pro the whole season no distractions from him no none of the funny business we saw anywhere else uh the only, No he was great yeah, I mean he didn't have the greatest shooting season and he wasn't there in game one and two, but he He
0: showed up he big. He's a pro all year. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like I said, I mean, I was just so proud of what they did in game four after Yeah. You know, you see the way they lost game three, you know, you could see they were being deflated and the way they just came out and played that game and just just poured it on and um I was really proud of them, and I mean, yeah, you know, I I am frustrated with that, you know, the Warriors are just such an embarrassment of talent, and they're young, and they're all under contract, and it does worry me, like, going forward. Like, I don't know how anyone kind of, like, sniffs this team, but at the same time, I don't feel like it's, like, I don't know, I, I feel better about the Cavs than I yeah. Than I thought I would at this juncture.
2: Yeah. Uh, and so, so just a quick aside on Jr. After after going one of four in the first two games, he was seventeen of twenty seven in the last three. Yeah. And on threes.
1: Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah. And then you look at, um, I mean, the Cavs do have some some stuff. I mean, Kevin Love's still under contract. I actually thought before this game, Kevin Love had a fantastic series.
0: Yeah, um, I thought he played pretty well. I mean he,
1: he was, still had
2: ten rebounds tonight.
0: Yeah, he was the Cavs best defensive player uh this series. Held his own, yeah. It'd have been nice if him and Tristan, you know, could have had other than game four, like both had a good game at the same time because it felt like Tristan was really absent um, you know, at first and then uh Love, you know, really was pretty weak tonight, I thought.
1: Yeah, Love did not this was definitely Love's worst game of the series. Um, I thought. I mean, he was great. He was brilliant the first four games defensively. I mean, he had almost three steals a game and a block, and double digit rebounds, almost nineteen points. He, I certainly didn't think he fit out. I thought he fit in. It just, yeah, yeah. the the foul trouble and kind of it was well, a they, weird game they, for
2: him. The, the fouls and the and then they they look to actively keep him out of the out of the paint. And um well he only I mean, had he only had eight shots. I mean Yeah,
0: and if you look at um like last year, right, the whole thing was like oh Kevin Lowe is unplayable against Draymond Green. Uh no he's not. I no, mean, he was fine. He, he was fine against Draymond Green. In fact, offensively, he backed down Draymond a couple times, baited him into some fouls, and I thought he was just fine. So I yeah, I guess no, he you was, know, he was you look fine. at the Cavs, the Cavs are capped out, right? So there's no they're not gonna like make some crazy like free agent pitch to someone they just they can't and they have no first round draft picks so you know they don't they don't have a whole lot of options to get better they have to kind of incrementally get better and then also grow a little bit and i think like i said i think for as talented as Kyrie is and as much as he can like fill it up um he's got a ton of room to grow especially just when it comes to like basketball iq stuff which i mean i i don't know i guess i'd like to assume that as players get older they learn, like, yeah. how to, I don't know, just kind of basic things that Kyrie doesn't do.
2: Did he hurt his back or his knee tonight? Well,
0: yeah, both. it was like both. He, got, yeah. he looked like he got a Charlie horse
1: uh, yeah. pretty bad. And then I heard they were working on his back. And, of course, he's had the knee tendonitis, and he stepped on somebody's ankle today. I mean, Kyrie looks pretty beat up right now, and I, I will give him his credit. I thought he did a nice job in the playoffs playing through injury for the most yeah.
0: part yeah and i mean so let me ask you guys so i am of the belief that you bring the big three back um you bring thompson back you you got Jared smith back and that's you know your starting five it remains the same and that you you know you look to get a little bit better defensively um with your bench and maybe a little bit younger with your bench and uh, I think then you just take another another shot at the Warriors next year. But I want to see if you agree with that. And if not, like what core piece would you look to move? Okay, EG, you go first.
2: I think you got to stay the course. All these guys are under contract. Um, I'd like to see him bring back korber I-, I know he missed some big shots in the, in the playoffs, but um, – but I, I wondered if his, if his, if his foot ever really completely healed. I remember at the end of the season when he was, he was, uh, having trouble with that. So I think he should be back. Uh, I think they're going to have to look at some perimeter D guys. I would, I would certainly look to see if they can get anything at all for Shumpert, even if it's just young defensive guys that, that they can work with. Um, but I, I, I haven't, been impressed with their defense really since since games three five through seven of last year's finals. I mean, I I can't point to a game all year that I was like, wow, they really brought it on defense that time. Um maybe that last game against the Celtics when the first place was on the line. But that's really the only big game I could I could point to. So I don't know if it's I've never been a big Long and Barty fan. I I think he failed in Phoenix, and they brought him in because he was he was buddies with with Tyloo. But I I don't know. There's there's something bigger there that has to be looked at and worked on. Um, just from a just from a pure rotational standpoint, because they got away with it against the teams in the East because they're head and shoulders above every team in the east and will be again next year i think unless there's some massive you know some some barring some big trade with paul george or jimmy butler and somebody like loading up and and trying to go after them but even then i I just don't see them they might get challenged but i don't see them not making it to the finals again unless lebron just decides he doesn't want to lose in the finals again (laughs) but um but, uh, yeah, I, I think that's, I agree, Tom. I think that's the, the course to take. I think you keep the core intact and, uh, see how the year plays out. But the, the guy that was able to, to help them get help around the edges in Griffin may not be back.
0: I mean, he still that's, that's kind of disturbing to me. I, I feel like he's proven himself a good GM and I think he should definitely be back. I'm not really sure what like Dan Gilbert's waiting for, or if he just wanted to wait for the season to end, but I would make like step one, like tomorrow I would resign David Griffin.
2: Yeah. If he wants to come back.
0: I think he would. I mean, you've been to the finals four straight years. Um, You've got the most willing to spend owner in the NBA and you've got the best player. Why? And you got a young, you mean core. three straight Why, years. Yeah. But isn't it, yeah.
2: Look, devil's advocate, isn't it a kind of a of a zero sum game for him? Because the truth is, it's gonna rinse, wash, repeat. And I'm with you, Tom. I look at the glass half full. I do think that they can run with this Warriors team. They need they need better perimeter defensive players, and they need to they need to to work on their defensive rotations for next year. But they're they're a great offense. They're they're an offensive juggernaut in their own right. But the you know, but you look at that and say, "Well, w- Griffin can't win." I mean, he already he already did, doesn't get a lot of the credit. He already gets a lot of that taken away by yeah. by people believing that it's LeBron is the one who brings guys in and 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 is a magnet for guys. And a lot of that's true, but. Griff does a lot of, made a lot of really key moves to, to try to help the team. And the problem is they were all offensive moves and, and the one, the one defensive move that, that could have worked out um ended in a freak injury sixty yeah. or fifty eight seconds into Andrew Bogut's Cavaliers career. So maybe they get Bogut back next year. Uh maybe he wants to, you know, fill that fill that role for them, but he'll be another year older and he's always been injury prone. I mean yeah. you almost want to put him in a hyperbaric chamber until
0: <laughs> until
2: April. Game one of the finals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's that's the but, way I mean honestly I think you, think, think you gotta look at it.
1: Bogut would have made much difference this series yeah, I do. How so? I think
2: you could have played I think you could have played Bogut um certainly certainly against Zaza. Well yeah and, and against Javel also. I think he would have been and it would have given them a bit of a mental edge too, I think, because having Andrew Bogut in there setting screens for Kyrie in the same way that they were that Zaza was setting so many illegal screens for, for Steph and, and Kevin to get loose, like, yeah, I do think he would have made a difference. I don't think he would have played more than 10 or 12 minutes a game, but I think it would have been – it would have given them a, a bit of an edge. And I, I doubt there's as many dunks, you know, wide-open dunks, if you've got a little bit of Bogut on the floor.
1: That's it. And I don't know if Bogut plays all that much, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, um, I'm not sure. I I'm not sure. E. my I answer, would play to in ten this. to
2: twelve minutes against against um, or, uh, yeah, Dej- I mean
0: maybe like eight minutes. I don't I don't know. I I think Bogut it would have been tough to play Bogut in this series. Just I mean the Warriors just spent so much time with Durant at center. I mean they basically played the death lineup like two thirds of every game. No, they didn't.
1: Oh well, they didn't play the death lineup. They played Duran at center, but they'd only played the death lineup 17 minutes uh, before the before game five. What's the death lineup? The death lineup is uh, is
0: when you get Zaza or Javale off and you put Igadala in. They go to that lineup right. like they all only game played
1: long. that lineup 17 minutes before game five. Oh, well, that was dumb of Steve Kerr. So why are you sitting
0: <laughs> here saying that Lou's getting outcoached? That's like the dumbest thing I've ever heard.
1: I thought he got outcoached that game.
0: Oh, um, I, I thought I thought I saw a lot more death lineup than that. Maybe. Well, I, I think you
1: saw a lot of permutations of that. It just wasn't the the quote unquote death lineup. You know, it, you saw different guys, and you saw a lot of Sean Livingston.
0: Who? God, that guy! My God, not he kill. remains a Cav killer. I know. Well, I'm and telling so you, man. I mean, now. I I advocated so hard years ago. I was like, "All right, Livingston's been bouncing around. Yeah. Warrior or the Wizards cut him. The dude just wants some stability. He played yeah. well with the Cavs. Give the dude a three year, like uh, six so million dollar deal, and the Cavs just let him walk. And now yeah. they've lost." Two finals to the dude, and he's been great against the Cavs, and they have no answer.
1: Best turnaround post up jump shot in the NBA. They have no
0: answer because they have no one that can, they can afford, they can't afford to put a, like, a six foot six guy on him because you got to, because you got to deal with Curry and Thompson. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's frustrating to me, but I mean, you know, whatever. Hindsight. Yeah. I
1: mean, in answer to your question earlier, I really do feel like, I hate the idea of cutting Kevin Love, or LeBron, or Tristan, or Kyrie, and I think J.R. Smith is that that starting lineup. I don't think needs to go anywhere. My uh, issue with the team, uh, I feel like they've got to try and find a way to move Shumpert. I just thought he was an abject disaster.
0: Well, yeah, I think they've been they were trying to move him all season. So yeah. I don't think they would disagree with you.
1: Yeah, and I mean there was the the rumored. Shumpert for Ricky Rubio trade. I was like, Oh my God, that would be the greatest trade ever. Yeah. But, um, yeah. it was Shumpert. I mean, I'd love to see a Shumpert for Delhi trade, but I don't think the Bucks are that dumb. Um, and I really do feel like they miss Delhi's intelligence and, um,
0: yeah, they God, might, the... but if, if Lou wasn't going to play him because he played a bad, like, no, I, I nine minutes there, but... in the finals, and then he just lost all faith in him. I mean, what's the point?
1: Oh, yeah, I agree with you there. But how many – I was yelling at the TV the whole finals. I think at least once per game, every game, we saw a dumb transition foul where they're trying to – they tried to <laughs> do a deli foul when the other team was in the bonus, which is – especially in some is it's like the, in the stupidest bonus, yeah. thing you can yeah. do. Because yeah. if you do that to Durant or Curry, you're pretty much just giving up Given two up points. two
0: points, yeah. Agreed.
1: I also felt like the Cavs should have tried some uh, Haka hacka Iguodala because he's just not even a 60% free throw shooter. I thought that would have been a good move. I just felt like they didn't get real creative. But anyway, uh, and that's a tangent. In answer to your question, yeah, the Cavs got to get a little bit younger and they got to get smarter and they got to get better.
0: Okay, so let me ask you this. Let's say they get swept, right, and the Warriors go 16-0, and 0, and just like I said, the perception just seems so much more like, damn, you're not even really close to this team. Do you think they would trade, um, like, Kevin Love? For
1: the, what? The, the question is, who I do you get know. for? Well, the whole thing, oh, well, bring in Paul George. And, you know, I'm like, well, Paul, you know, they want somebody – the problem is, is they want somebody to guard LeBron Le, or Durant. Well, when that guy exists, call me because there's nobody in the league right now that can guard Durant. <laughs> you know what I mean? LeBron, LeBron is close. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're not getting that guy. I mean, yeah. it's not Paul
0: George. It's not Mr. Rudy Gobert. Yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, that's why. I, that's why I'm saying. Like, I was, I was, you know, I felt better about things because I don't feel like the Cavs need to, like, shut down Kevin Durant in order to... I I just think they need to be incrementally better. I don't think they're there. I I still think, you know, to some extent, like, when the Warriors play to their ceiling and the Cavs play to their ceiling, the Warriors are going to win, you know, eight times out of ten. But I don't think it's as stark as I thought it was.
1: I'll give you that. I mean, yeah, the the problem, my worry about the Cavs is they've got that starting lineup and then it's pretty slim pickings after that i mean they they still got channing fry under contract um i'd love to see him
2: but he's unplayable in against the, the warriors that, that as he right. showed
1: yeah he he <laughs> was so bad defensively that they they just couldn't put him on the floor um you know you got richard jefferson for one more year he's serviceable and i don't think Corver's coming back because somebody's gonna give him more money than the Cavs. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're right. Able
0: to afford it. Um, Which I mean it's a bummer, but I mean for what he's gonna probably command, and this will be his last contract, he's probably gonna want, you know, eight I mean, to ten 36. million a year. Yeah, but I mean Ray no. Allen was old. I mean the guy No 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 shoot. what I
1: what I'm saying is, you know, are you gonna give eight to ten million to a thirty six year old guy that, that's gonna he be might the, get it. Oh, no, no, I I think he will get it. Yeah, I agree with you. It's just, I mean. I
2: think he'll be, I think he'll be back.
1: The Cavs do have his bird rights, don't they? Yep. They, They do. So the Cavs can, if they could find a way to move Shump, they could re-sign him. Um, I hope he'll be back. I thought he had a great effect on the Cavs shooting all the way around. Um, he seemed like a pro's pro. I, I really thought the, the finals, he missed a lot of open shots in the finals, and hopefully next year he'll be better. Who was that Corver? Yeah. yeah yeah Corver missed a lot of open shots in the
0: finals yeah he did I mean I don't really that like, in don't I, I really don't three agree with it, the way they've used Corver like all season, uh, yeah, well, I they, sort of feel like it's just too obvious I mean they yeah. they put the ball on the strong side, they put Corver on the strong side. They set a pick for him, like, near the block. They ask him to shake free, and they just look to pass it to him, like, eight feet away. It's just too obvious. It's just uh, – well, and that's, he's not,
2: that he's not dynamic
0: enough an offensive player. Yeah, I mean, I would like to see him more the way, like, God, every time Shumpert's on the floor, you know, he's on the weak side, and he somehow always finds himself, like, with an open three. I'd like that to be Corver. I don't think you oh, I, I don't ever a reason see why for that, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> no, I understand that, but I mean I'm just saying like I, you can just tell like everyone in the building can tell when it's like oh look they're going to try to you know shake Corver free and it just it doesn't but work that much.
2: I am with you in the in a sense that and I don't pretend to know the X's and O's as, as well as you guys do, but to me when you've got two guys the caliber of JR and Kyle Corver and you put them on the floor together at the same time How's one of them not always open? Yeah, I mean like you you just you just need to know like run plays or set plays that where one of those guys is gonna be open because they can play together on defense too. Like you can play that you can play that lineup where it's you know it's Kyrie, Jr, Corver, LeBron, and and Tristan or Love. You know what I mean? Like you can play that lineup
1: and do well. You didn't play it enough. No, and I'm just saying like that that that's the
2: kind of thing where you're like one of those guys is going to be open, and if they're open, they're pretty deadly, typically. So how do you find more ways to, to make that happen?
1: Yeah, and that is part of my issue with the Cavs coaching. I that entire finals, they ran a very rudimentary offense. I mean, how long have we been seeing that left wing uh you know screen on the wing for Corver where he comes up to the top of the key? We've been seeing that play since January. You know, yeah. it's like, and they don't run any permutations off that. It's just, right. I, I just kind of shocked the lack of offensive innovation we see at times. It took so, three games for, uh, you know, Ben Worth wrote out. The Cavs finally running the, that cross screen action with Corver and Kyrie, and you know, why didn't we see more of the Love, LeBron, Kyrie, Corver, and Jr. lineup? I just felt like they. They out themselves a lot. So let
2: me ask you this, Nate. The, the ultimate litmus test for, for coaching. If you switch uh, Lou and the, the two-headed monster of Kerr and, and Mike Brown, <laughs> who wins the series?
0: I think the Cavs do. Oh really? my God! Why do you really? even ask Nate questions like that, Eg? You know you're gonna I get the hottest. You know you're gonna to get the hottest up. take ever. As soon as you asked him, I just wanted to interrupt <laughs> and be like, "Don't even ask him that." This is a guy that, like, two weeks I ago, make, I just want to make. No, his head this is a guy that two weeks ago was tweeting about cap. how the Cavs have the best bench in the NBA, and tonight he's going on about how like no one's playable. Yeah. <laughs> Well, by true. the way, they
2: were the be- they were the best bench in the NBA against the against the Eastern A crappy Conference.
1: Eastern Conference. Yeah,
2: they're not crappy. They're not crappy. They're the Eastern Conference was by the way, the Eastern Conference was just as good as the Western Conference was this year.
0: Uh, I don't agree with that. I I, yeah,
1: I don't. I think.
0: I mean, the, how how do you how do you figure that? Like, what uh, team is better than like Houston this year? Or Utah, think, even like what team in the East was better than, than Utah even? And oh, you I
2: think Toronto was better. I think I think the Celtics were better. Well, okay, Toronto, oh, maybe. Oh, come on, but
0: Toronto with
2: like a goofy Kyle
0: Lowry is not. I don't.
2: Team. I don't think. I think you guys are way overrating
0: Utah. Okay. I mean, maybe I am. I I, I might be, but.
2: And the Clippers I, were terrible
0: this year. I Definitely don't think that. Houston, like, Houston,
2: could, be like. Again, Are you seriously like
0: the saying old, the Raptors by the... in the form that we faced them, which was with the gimpy Kyle Lowry, yeah, was a good team?
2: Yeah, well, if Kyle Lowry's
0: not gimpy, sure. Well, that's what I'm saying, but he was.
2: <laughs> okay, but so was so was um um George Hill. Yeah. No, I George
0: I felt and, like and Bear.
1: <laughs> I felt like Toronto was really beat up this year. They seemed very.
0: They had to on work pretty hard. They had to work pretty hard just to claw their way back into the standings. After no, the- two, yeah, but they're also a two-point
2: team in a three-point league.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they got rid EG, of Terrence he Wham with the right hand. He was their best point shooter, anyway.
2: I just think I hate this whole. I live out the. I live out west. If anything, I should be the one saying like, "Oh, the Western Conference is so great." It's not. I, I, went, it's to so of, I went to a lot I went a lot. I went I to a lot of games. I watched a lot of games.
0: What? I don't think it's so great. I think the Cavs would have beaten every team out west except for Golden State this year. I just
2: well, I think I, they would have had their hands full with the Spurs too, in a healthy Kawhi.
0: And a healthy Kawhi that didn't happen though, did it?
2: So well, it didn't, which is why the Warriors swept the West.
0: Yeah, yeah, but
2: they I think didn't have. The fans, the, I don't think I know. Was, I agree. I know. I'm just saying. Like, I think that there's, there's, you know, there's two teams, maybe three if Kawhi's healthy. That could win the championship this year, and that's it. I think East West, regardless. I think it's just there wasn't a whole lot of there weren't a lot of great teams. I this
1: don't year. think the Spurs could have won a championship. I think they were too old.
2: Maybe think... they looked pretty good during the regular season.
0: Yeah, and they looked, edge, good. But... they
2: looked pretty good in that first half against the of Game One against the Warriors, where they had them down by twenty five points.
0: Yeah,
1: but so did the Celtics in the regular season. So.
0: Yeah, but they didn't have the Cavs down by 25 minutes. are the most overachieving team I think yeah. I've ever seen. Other than maybe like the 2007 Cavs. I, I just, I, and I think it's going to backfire, to be honest, because I feel like the Celtics, like, organization feels like they're close. And all their guys now are like, you've heard of them. You've heard of like Jay Crowder and Marcus Smart. Like, all these guys have sort of like a name and a reputation, and they're not going to be cheap. And, they're not that good. And I just, I, I don't think the Celtics are that close. And I think the Al Horford signing was not a good idea.
1: And, no, I'll um, agree with
0: you on that. And I think Isaiah Thomas is never going to be a viable, like, defensive player. And, no. um, but there's you know, already rumors they're going to move him pick, in the offseason. Well, mm-hmm. I think they should. I think they should. Move who? Isaiah Thomas. IT. Oh, they should. Yeah,
2: clearly they played their best game against the Cavs without him.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think they should.
2: I mean, like you know, like Avery Bradley is a guy I would love to see in a Cavs uniform somehow. I don't think that's going to happen.
0: Oh, I think he's going to command so much money. That's what I'm saying. I think he's too
2: expensive now because guys, people have heard of him, but Avery Bradley a a year or two ago would have been a perfect guy.
1: Yeah, he'd be the best guy to back up Kyrie. I would love
0: that. I just don't see anyone in the East challenging the Cavs in the playoffs. LeBron in the, in these playoffs was so dominant. Um, I mean, he's still far and away the best player in the league. You know I mean, what? I, well, I, even, I was just thinking close, of in my opinion. that the
1: Cavs could get to stop the Warriors next year. Uh, Sebastian Telfair. <laughs> Is it a gun? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Too soon? What? <laughs>
0: She. <laughs> Sorry, was that was that and dark? Gilbert
2: Arenas too? Yeah, yeah. Or, Wait, uh,
0: no. What? When did it's Sebastian Telfair have an issue? It was
2: literally like yesterday.
0: Yeah, oh, he got arrested. I like, don't
1: for like I don't a, remember him having whole, an issue. Yeah, he got arrested for a lot of guns yeah. and bullets and a bulletproof vest yesterday. So, oh boy, yeah. So he was going to
0: cause a war or somewhere. I no one <laughs> knows. Yeah, yeah. No, but.
2: I, I think. I mean, look, the East could get weaker. I mean, Lowry's rumored. I mean, he's seriously considering the Mavericks, which would be interesting.
0: I, I thought. Yeah, I thought he basically just said he wants to win, so he's like willing to
2: come be Kyrie's backup.
0: <laughs> that would be nice. Wow, I'd love to have Lowry have that and not give up a core player. That'd be that'd be like a coup.
1: <laughs> yeah, Lowry. That'd, Lowry, That'd be sure. like
0: best case scenario.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, th- these guys that you could trade Kevin Love for, I just don't see them moving the needle much. <laughs> I mean, Paul George in his three for thirty lifetime in game winning situations just doesn't do it for me.
0: I, you know, I was I was pretty impressed with George actually. I, I he's a player. I mean, he there were times player, when but... there were times when LeBron was like taken on the challenge and George just flat out scored on him. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I but mean, he's he, kind he, of he's...
1: anti-clutch. Uh, it
0: wouldn't he wouldn't have to be clutch on this. Yeah, team, that's though. the thing. That's the same thing with like Durant. Durant was anti-clutch all those years. God, the guy couldn't even like shake free to get opened against like the Grizzlies all those years. And now, I mean, he's got he's got a 73 win team flanking him. You know, I mean, he just goes he to never gets more than a great he...
1: coach can do for you.
0: He never gets more than single
1: covered. Never. Yeah. I mean, oh, he, he got just, that pull up he had in just feast on game people. Three. Was it game three where he pulled it up in transition and just buried that three in LeBron's face? Yeah, that was game three. That was ridiculous. Yeah, that that hurt. Yeah. That was one of the probably one of the biggest shots of the finals. I mean, and yeah, he had a lot of definitely. big shots. Um, I do want to ask you guys about. LeBron's the what I thought was the play of the finals. LeBron's oop to him.
0: Uh, yeah, that was pretty crazy.
1: <laughs> I mean, to me, that goes down with the Jordan switching hands and the. Uh... It was
0: pretty crazy. I, 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 I still I have a soft spot for the dunk last year where LeBron fell down and got up. I, I just think, yeah, I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> I've never seen a guy on a fast break like fall down. The other guys like pass him. He gets up and like re passes them and just throws down like an insane dunk. Like that was, that was something else.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, he's, he's still something else. I do feel like they need to find a way to get his minutes down and find someone to put in that backup small forward. They need to find an effective rotation. His
0: minutes were up all year because he had to play point guard so much because they lost
1: Ellie. They've got to find a way to get 10 minutes a game without him on the floor, without it just being an abject disaster.
0: Yeah. They've uh, just got well, to do it. I mean... That's kind of been the story of his whole career. I yeah. Mean, I mean, that's I don't think w- he's w- ever played anywhere where, like, the team could handle him not being on the floor because...
1: Oh, they, they could in Miami because they just gave the ball to that, Wade.
0: Yeah, maybe, like, the first year or two, but by the end, that wasn't the case. Well, yeah, because Wade was getting hurt
1: all the time, and... Um, I mean, yeah, they've got to find a way to put LeBron on the bench, let Kyrie run the team, and I just, I'm very frustrated that that hasn't happened yet. I think that's the coaching staff's biggest failing. Uh, this, this entire
0: postseason. But well, I, 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 I still good. consider the I've season a success. bad. I, I honestly just feel like. The Cavs would claw back, and then Durant would hit like a crazy three. And, you know, Clay Thompson was hot. Iguodala was hot. Uh, they just... Uh, I mean, Durant, what did he end up like? 15 of 19 or something stupid from the field?
1: Oh, yeah, he was ridiculous that game. Yeah, I mean, and and the other thing is, I mean, we've talked about it a lot. You, you can't spot the Warriors 30 I mean what once you do that and you really couldn't spot them 2-o and Tristan and I mean the only guys that showed up that were really good in the first two games were uh, were Kevin Levin LeBron James and everybody else kind of didn't yep. show up and and you've got you you have to split the first of two games almost always to win an NBA series what is it like it's almost 90% if you don't get a split, you're losing. Yeah. I mean, that's those are really tough odds to come overcome. And the Cavs, you know, it was a miracle to come back from 3-1 last year. And as much faith as I had in the Cavs this year, you know, you just can't make any mistakes once you're down 3-0. The, the other thing that we didn't talk about too much, the Cavs knew they might have kind of be up against a buzzsaw because I really felt like they... Took a little extra celebration in the Eastern Conference Championship this year. Um, yeah,
0: I, I think they, I think they knew. <laughs> I mean, everyone knows Nate. I mean, everyone knows Kevin Durant's not a rookie. We, they know how good he is, and they know how good the Warriors have been the last three seasons, and they know that they completely dominated like after the All Star break. I mean, LeBron knew it was going to be a tall order. That, that's why I think, I think just like. How I'm feeling, I mean, looking at him shaking hands and not being, like, too pissed off at the end, I feel like he thought, yeah, I mean, no one was better than the Warriors this year for a reason, and, you know, I think he just kind of made peace with it. I'll agree with that, but the other thing is
1: I want to talk about how lucky and how fun it was to be reigning champion for a year. I mean...
0: You know, I'll and, be honest, it wasn't as fun as I thought it would be. It, it got fun again once the playoffs started, but yeah. man, it was a, it was a rocky season. It was kind of, it was kind of irritating, you know, like, I mean, Delhi was a folk hero, so losing him kind of just sucked to begin with. And then I don't know, it's like, it's just at times they were not a good team.
1: No, I agree with you there, but the other side of that was, I mean, last summer was one of the best summers of my life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Watching them and, and having that, you know, go on past the whole summer. We had the Olympics and Summer League, and it was just a it was a blast. And nothing's ever going to change that. You know, two would like we've talked about on the blog a bunch of times, e.g., uh, two would have been great, but the one yeah. was the one I wanted. And I don't think. One
2: was all that mattered.
1: Yeah, and I don't think the possibly the second best player in the NBA joining a team that already had three All Stars is really gonna, you know, make me lament the Cavs no. that they didn't win this year. I mean, I no. still
0: think it's a pretty punk move by uh, it, uh it's, KD. The, it's the it's terrible. Yeah. And I'm already reading these I, I I don't know. Nothing pisses me off more than like when something like that happens and then the headline, KD shows why he made the right decision. It's like, what do you mean? The <laughs> right decision? What, like, there yeah. was ever a doubt that this was going to happen? I mean, yeah, you can do that. And and if next year, if some other guy in the NBA wants to win a ring, he should probably join the Warriors, too. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> if, like, Kawhi Leonard wants to, like, ensure he gets a second ring, he should just go take a vet minimum somehow. I don't even know who's a, who's a free agent, but, yeah. I mean, you'll get a ring. Yeah. If you join a team that just went 16 and one uh, you're probably going to win a ring.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't. Yeah. I, I as a real, I, it, it, it annoyed me, I guess. And I was thinking this too, like it was kind of weird near the end of the game. My thoughts were actually with like Oklahoma city fans. I, Cause I'm, I, I know Cavs fans are fine. Like I wasn't, distraught or anything i was actually sitting here watching durant like knocked on all these crazy shots just thinking like god what are oklahoma city fans thinking right now watching durant's mom like cry you know it's like he was uh. such a huge member of their community and they were close you know what i mean they were really close i it, it's gotta feel i know mean, it's not as bad because durant's not like actually from oklahoma city but i mean it's 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 kind of similar to what happened with lebron leaving cleveland
1: I you will know, agree with
0: you there totally. There's some similarities, you know. He was he except was LeBron face. didn't leave to join the Celtics. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, he created a whole new team or, um, or the Spurs. You know, it's
1: like it's like right. they, he they didn't, had a he lost didn't, to the yeah. Spurs
0: in 07 and then he wouldn't yeah. join the Spurs. Right. No, honestly, yeah, it, it would have been, Yeah, it would've been more like that or like if he had gone to the Lakers. Like that would yeah. have been what it was like. It's like, "Oh, lakers kobe gasol like they just won and now they're like adding lebron yeah, but I mean, even that's then them.
1: Like, it's the team that just beat you i mean that to me is even worse where they're not yeah. only are they the best but
0: they're also the team that just beat you yeah mm-hmm. uh, i agree I, I mean just just a just a front running move yeah yeah probably. i am i am a little bit like excited that you know it's it's like really obvious that steph curry is not even remotely close to the best player in the nba He's not the best player on his team. Yeah. There were times when he wasn't like the fourth best player on the court in the finals. Yeah. And I just feel like finally he's like he's like I mean, he's a great player, but I feel like him the way I felt like Steve Nash in like around 07. It was like the style of the game at that point perfectly fit like his skill set. And he, yeah, he was a great player. But, you know, some of it, some of the accolades, I think, have been a little bit um overwrought. You know what I mean? And, well, he is certainly the best shooter I've ever seen, especially yeah. off the dribble. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but that doesn't make you the best player in the league. It doesn't, no. you know what I mean? And so now it's like it was very obvious that Durant was the reason. Honestly, like I think if you you really run it back, like, you know, the trade never happens. Harrison Barnes signs a five-year deal, you know, near a max with the, uh, Warriors, I think the Cavs win this series like going away. Yeah. So, I think Durant uh, was really the difference.
1: So, in that whole article, uh, that Zach Lowe did about, uh, Kevin Durant, or, uh, Draymond Green calling Kevin Durant from the parking lot after game seven. Did you yeah. Hear about all that. So, yeah. and then the article says, well, Durant probably never would have joined them if, uh, if they hadn't won that series, or if they hadn't lost that series, and I'm like, "Are you kidding? He totally would have joined them." It was, it's the same move. You know right. what I mean? I, I, he totally would have joined them. I, I thought well, right. that was yeah. totally ridiculous. I mean, are you still gonna say, "Oh, we got to keep this together with Harrison Barnes"? No, you're not saying <laughs> that. <laughs> so.
0: Well, I love that the Warriors still have that strength in numbers, like as their slogan.
1: <laughs> so now that they won this one, do they take down the 73 and nine poster from their practice facility? <laughs> They've got a
0: banner for that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, obviously, you know, no matter what happens, you know, history goes to the victors. So it's like, yeah, yeah I can complain all I want about how this is kind of BS, but I mean, ultimately people are just going to remember a great team, you know, won two out of three against the Cavs, and it's fine. I mean, It is what it is, but um, I'm just glad that they didn't make history with the 16 and 0, and I'm glad the Cavs were the fly in their ointment last year, and, um, you know, the Cavs made a lot of NBA history against the Warriors, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a legitimate rivalry. It's not, it's, it's, it's not one-sided, that's for sure.
1: I think the Cavs will be, look to be better next year. I mean, yeah. I think there'll yeah. be a hunger that wasn't there this year as much. I hope, especially so. in the regular yeah.
0: season. But I, I, I hope so. Yeah, they, they were very complacent at times, and that starts with just the fact that they felt compelled to take K Felder and to not address the lack of backup point guard at all. Yeah. Um, you know that. Well, they did later <laughs> in the season. Bless you. Yeah, they, they did, did later
2: in the season, but they did. And, and look, Darren Williams was pretty good oh, through the was in the three first three rounds, rounds of the round, yeah. playoffs, yeah.
1: but And after that last game, I thought, well, maybe the problem was not Darren Williams. Maybe what was the problem was, as I call it, the Shump Pudge lineup. <laughs> um, <What>? Shump Pudge. <laughs> you take the Shump-Hudge. P. Shump Shump and Pudge. Shump Pudge. So as I called Darren like the mumps,
2: Williams, the Mumps lineup last year with Mo Williams and Shumpert,
1: yeah, the Mumps. <laughs> okay, because I called Darren Williams Pudge. So,
0: oh, okay, I didn't realize that. All right, okay, that's where that was what I was missing. Like, who's uh, yeah, pudge? Yeah, yeah, You gotta you gotta state you mm-hmm. haven't read the blog enough this year.
1: Yeah, I've been.
0: <laughs> it's I, called I, the that, pumps.
1: It, it's it's called having kids. Yeah,
0: yeah, it it is, and new responsibilities at work, and yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you know. Well, I, I feel like all of us. I mean, all three of us got new jobs this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's been been quite a year. So.
0: Yeah, it has. So, Happy but, birthday, by the way, Nate. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. You.
1: I appreciate Happy it. birthday.
0: Um, yeah, it was last week. I was
1: 39 for the third year in a row. So
0: nice. I like that. I map. Hope, yeah, yeah. No, uh, happy birthday for sure
1: my man. Oh, thank you. But yeah, I mean I I wouldn't have traded last year for anything, even oh, you know, no, with the no, malaise. No, no, no. I just uh I am hoping the Cavs bring in somebody kind of fresh and new to I'm I'm excited about Chetty Osman, although,
0: you know, my yeah, so, my enthusiasm's um, been tempered. Do you think they will um look to deal him or I I think or actually play him?
1: I I think they'll probably look to deal him, but who knows i mean the the Cavs are going to be very active in free agency to try and get some of these vet minimum guys and you know i'm right. sure they'll try and use their provided they have a again. gm to do so yeah yeah seriously i'm i'm sure cuz i don't know
2: who replaces i don't know who replaces griffin if if he's gone
1: yeah i mean i it's either it's probably going to be Maverick Carter <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I
2: think you I mean, mean you mean you mean uh Rich Paul.
1: well either yeah. One of the two.
2: <laughs> Maverick's got his hands pulled doing all the movie stuff.
1: That's true. But I mean how how often how hard is it to work for the Cavs for a month a year? You know, that's all you gotta do is the GM.
2: <laughs> of course. <laughs> Because uh, LeBron's doing all the heavy lifting, right? yeah, they, exactly,
1: exactly. Well, you just got the draft, and then the trade deadline, and which the they have agent.
2: no, they, yeah, they have no picks. So. Yeah,
1: and then the free agent draft. Well, it's free agency, the trade deadline, and then the buyout season. That's about so it. Who That's,
2: are who are their free agents? Then we do we discuss that? Is Corver is for sure. Right? Corver, Darren agent. Williams,
1: yeah. is for sure, yeah, and Derek
2: Williams is right. Yep. Yes. And then, and then is Channing, or does he have another year?
1: Channing has another year, right. as does Richard Jefferson. Um, right. And, and I'm sure – so Channing's one of the – that there's an interesting discussion because I I got to feel like they may be looking to move him.
0: I don't know who would – I mean, I think he's a good fit on the Cavs. Um, yeah, he
1: just – you can't play him against the Warriors. But who you can't – there's a lot of guys you can't play against the Warriors. You know. And he's a good backup big for the regular season. You guys still there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I, I don't know what you do there, but he's making about eight million this year. And then you've got RJ is going to make about two point $2. $2. $2. two. And I, I do, I'm assuming James Jones is. I wonder if he'll ever actually retire. I, yeah, I, I don't know. That's I cool. kind of feel like they could use that roster spot, and he's got
2: to keep his—he's got to keep his string of finals appearances going.
1: Yeah, it's true. It's true. He's just got a few more to catch up to Russell. So,
2: that's—that uh, that bums me out. I just realized that LeBron's uh, streak of of twenty-nine yeah. series um, a winning, a, yep, yeah, that was a Game just got yeah, broken. Yeah.
1: What? What is it?
2: He, he had, had, won. He had 29 oh, he'd won a road game in 29 won, straight won on the
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is kind of a bummer. And oh well, I mean, can we talk? He did a average a triple double throughout. Can the we talk finals? a minute about how brilliant LeBron was his playoffs? Oh my god, he was incredible. I mean, as good as KD was in this series, LeBron was the best player. Oh, he
0: did it for the whole playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, LeBron so, like, was. Averaged was a triple double for the
2: finals. Averaged. Yeah. He passed, he passed Mike, uh, Magic Johnson for our all-time triple-doubles in the finals. Yeah, I mean... That's insane.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I, he was unbelievable, and it wasn't it just... He
2: passed it, Michael Jordan in total scoring in the finals, and he passed him in the in the playoffs in general. I mean, I mean what else can you say about LeBron? I mean, people will hate on him for his three and five finals record and you
0: know that's short-sighted well yeah it just it kind of lacks the nuance i
1: mean i mean for as good as he was last year um in terms of uh his per was higher last year which is kind of funny it was 30 last year it was 29.8 PER is kind of dumb yeah i know i've but, decided <laughs> but his true shooting was 65 percent I mean, oh, yeah. he was ridiculous in the playoffs this year. He, he shot, shot like
2: 45% yeah. from three.
1: He shot 62% from the floor and 41% from three in the playoffs. That's just insane. I mean, the only yeah. the only chink in his armor was a 71% from the free throw line.
2: Which is still better than the regular season. Yeah,
1: and, and top that off with 1.6 blocks and point four steals per 100 possessions i mean that's just nuts he was he was just bonkers
0: it's gonna be weird watching lebron like not trying defense again all next year because like now i'm used to like playoff lebron (laughs) yeah i think that's the most frustrating thing about regular season lebron yeah i guess i don't i'm kind of i don't really care that much about it anymore i I get why they're doing it he's trying to extend his career No, i get it too
1: um I just, like I said, I wish they could find a 10 to 12 minutes a night without him on the floor. Yeah. (laughs) I I just feel like the time has come. And what you practice in the regular season needs to be what you do in the postseason. And, you know, last year was the anomaly where they didn't have to do that. But this year it caught up with them eventually. You know, you can't – they just – one of the things about this Golden State series – they gave up way too many layups and way too many transition buckets. I mean, that game three was all just give up layups at the end of regulation, or yeah, you know, and it, it just killed them. I mean, you just can't give up that many easy baskets to great teams.
2: Yeah, especially when you're not when you're missing your last eight shots.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, so I don't know. Uh, anything else that you guys want to talk about? I mean, uh, LeBron was. Brilliant, averaged a triple-double over 31 points. Um, Kevin Durant's numbers were unbelievable. What did he average in the finals? Almost over 40 points, didn't he?
0: Was it that much? Hang on. It was yeah, he, he filled it up for sure. Durant
2: averaged... Well, he averaged 27, 28 points in the... In the he averaged thirty five points a game in, in,
1: in the, the finals? finals. Yeah. Yeah. He was he was he
2: actually never never hit forty. He yeah, got
1: he to thirty eight and thirty nine. Really good. I mean and that that jump shot from the top of the key and from the wing is just ridiculously you know, there's well how do you defend and that, that?
2: That game that game too when he had the Five blocks and three steals, and was just a, and yeah. thirteen rebounds, and was just he just he was just unbelievable. Yeah, Uh not just offensively, but defensively on that one.
1: Yeah. So, do you think he takes a pay cut to stay and and yeah. keep the band together?
2: Well, why not?
1: <laughs> well, I yeah, I mean,
2: I mean, you defend your tie. I mean, he can do another one and one, right? Yeah. So, I mean, why not just follow what LeBron did coming back to the Cavs? Do another one, do another one and one, you know, take a little bit of a haircut so they can re sign Iggy. Um, cause they're gonna have to let go of at least one of Iggy or Livingston, I think. But, um, regardless, and that's that's with Katie taking a, a pay cut because Steph's not gonna take a pay cut.
0: Um, well, cause he, I have a hard time. Yeah.
2: He hasn't had he hasn't had a max deal yet. I don't think he's right. gonna
0: take a haircut. So and yeah, and I think I, he feels kind of disrespected by the organization, you know, Curry. Curry, yeah, yeah, but yeah, maybe I
2: he'll mean, go to another team. Here's the thing: they've won yeah. two championships now, and he hasn't been the MVP of either one of them. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean,
1: although yeah. I will say, I mean, the first championship, the Cavs are basically saying, "Hey, Kevin Durant's go- or Andre Iguodala is going to beat us." That then we're gonna lose and that's what happened
0: so well yeah. honestly they could have given it to LeBron but I just yeah. think there's sort of like too much yeah. you know made of the fact that the MVP has to be from the winning team I mean it's kind of hilarious in retrospect that Igadala won MVP <laughs> yeah yeah so we'll see what happens
1: with them I mean if KD takes a max contract um not all those other guys have made as much money as them. So, if you're a guy like Sean Livingston, or if you're a guy like Andre God, I think those guys are free agents as well um, that you got to chase the money a little more it 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 may be an interesting decision there, and maybe they're not as deep on the bench as they were this year, so
2: yeah, yeah, but they've actually done a nice job of cultivating some young talent on that team
1: they too have. they have
2: you know something that the Cavs don't really have.
1: Uh, that is true, so. But hopefully uh, they can they can find a way to get some young guys in and, and develop some guys. I mean,
2: I think they will. I think they, they you know, they, it's it's just a question of will those guys fit the the mold of what what they need from them, and can what can the biggest challenge I think for Tai Lu in the off season is going to be how do I find a way to. To grow good habits throughout the regular season on defensively, yeah. and you know, take a real long, hard look at whether or not you know Longobardi is the issue, or if it's just his his players not, um, you know, just doing a little bit too much of too much coasting when LeBron is because LeBron wants to conserve his energy for the postseason. Um, you know, it's it's that's what he's got to get to the root of in the off season. And hopefully he'll have David Griffin as a, a partner still to put pieces in place and maybe swap some of the offensive pieces for defensive pieces to yeah. continue chess match, but it may not be him.
1: Yeah. But we're all still LeBron James is still the best player in the NBA, right? Oh yeah.
0: No question. Yeah. And, and it's not down. even close. It's not even close. Yeah. And it's not even it's by the not. way,
2: that's not even a that's not even not even speaking from bias.
0: Which no, I no, oh, yeah, can no.
2: easily be accused of, and I'm sure we will be. But the truth is, the, the guy just averaged the triple double in the in the the finals, and he's uh, you know a year after being the MVP of the finals, the the guy is unbelievable. I mean, if you and
1: oh, sorry, go ahead.
2: No, I would say, and he he just took on one of the one of the most talented opponents of all time. You know as we all like to say the seventy three win team that added a, a former m v p of the league uh who is probably only not the m v p of the league the year after winning the m v p of the league because he broke his foot in three places and and still has pins in it from that so yeah. um you know you look at that and you say, Kevin Durant probably cemented himself as the as the second best player in the league,
0: but it's yeah, great I mean, maybe it- i i don't know. <laughs>
2: What you don't you don't agree? I, I
0: just I just look at this team and I just think, I mean, Durant is just like getting guarded by Richard Jefferson half the game. Like it's just, it's it's not like oh you know we'll just you know it's not like the Cavs did with Paul George right where it's like he was the only guy that could hurt him and he was still putting up thirty plus points. I, I mean. Maybe Durant's I the guess, second best. But I, 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 I guess, but I—I think I would Durant put Kawhi Leonard showed, in second.
2: But I think Durant certainly showed something in this series. You can't—you can't discount that. You still have no, to make no, the no. show. He
0: was outstanding. He was outstanding. I just—and he showed me a lot
2: on defensively that I'm I, not I sure
0: he's cemented that he's the second best. Is all I'm saying.
2: Mm, well, if he's not second best, he's
0: tough. He—he he could three. be. He could be. I'm just—I think there could be some room for reasonable people to disagree.
2: I don't disagree. I think that's fair. But coming off of this performance that he just had in the NBA. Oh finals, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's hard to argue with it in this moment in time, maybe with the, uh, with, with time and distance from it. Sure. But in this moment, I think you'd argue, you'd have a pretty decent argument that he is the second best player.
1: Yeah. But I, if you traded Durant and LeBron, the, the, war, the Cavs wouldn't have won a game, that's for sure. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah I mean... The Cavs might not have got out of the East. <laughs> I think they still would have got out of the East. Uh, really? I don't know. Maybe not with oh. Luke coaching them.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I'm the Dude, worst. between you and Ben, man, the finals takes were hot this year. I thought Ben was great. I
1: thought Ben had so many great points.
0: Did you? I, I don't. Did you read a post where you included all like Ben's hottest take I've ever read? What was that? That the Cavs would be up basically in the series if basically if just Shumpert hadn't played. Like the uh, I totally agree with that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I think Shumpert was such hot garbage.
0: This that's like the greatest addition by subtraction. Yeah.
2: Well he only got four minutes tonight, so he was at least tylu got was the four memo. too
1: many <laughs>
2: yeah
1: well I will uh <laughs> this podcast is starting to get a little long in the tooth
2: well yeah. it is the last one
1: it is the last one uh so yeah it, it's been a fun season guys it it's it it was more work this season than last year but uh it sure it was yeah but uh yeah. I w- you know it's been a hell
0: of a year so and it was hey, we were the champs we've been the champs for a year yeah yeah it it's fun. exhausting being the champs
1: it is it's hot out here for pimp
2: <laughs> well the most exhausting part is is having to remember that you're the champs when you slog through a uh, 26 and 24 second half of the season
0: <laughs> were they that good <laughs> i thought they were yeah. like for 500
2: it was something like that. It was about five
0: hundred for the yeah. second. Seriously, so so this team—it's—it's it's funny just thinking about like what we just watched, like one hundred twenty points, one hundred thirty-seven points. Like that yeah. team is—is is not the same team that we saw lose to the Hawks bench. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, but it it's is. just that's comical. the insane like, thing. But it's just funny how like I really didn't believe. I mean, it's like I don't really. Believe, I mean, yeah, I get that they're kind of coasting, but I mean, come on, like, this is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Well, and flip I think the, to, the, to the switch the, thing, yeah. they really did flip the switch. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, and
2: I and I think and I and I don't think the Warriors of last year take this team, this Cavs team to seven games. This current Cavs team. Uh,
1: yeah. You think the Cavs beat this? This Cavs team would have beat that Warriors team in. A fewer amount of games? I don't
0: know. That that series was so strange. It was hard to draw any conclusions. I mean, there was like six blowouts before there was a close game, and it was just a weird series.
1: So I I got a question for you guys. So one of the storylines today was that the Cavs, that Tyloo thought the Cavs were being too nice to the Warriors in the first two games. And did you feel like that was true, and did you feel like they were too nice tonight?
0: Um, I don't know I mean I Well
2: they certainly Helped guys up still Although there was that one confrontation With David West which got heated
1: <laughs> Which actually I thought helped the Cavs A ton
2: Oh yeah because it stopped their momentum Yeah way. it stopped
1: the run and the Cavs had to regroup I mean that was just an onslaught When that was happening <sighs>
0: I, get, I don't know. Maybe a little bit. I I was I was a little bit frustrated that they didn't um you know they they not that either team, you know, there was a shortage of like arguing about fouls, but I was struck by how often people were landing on top of Tristan Thompson and clearly impeding him from being able to move and then Draymond Green would like slap down on his head. Yeah. And it's like that's that's literally the definition oh, the, of a the flagrant foul. In,
1: in the third, in game 3 was just the some of the worst i've ever seen i mean that the the rescinding the technical on Draymond yeah. is like what what is going on
0: here yeah i i was a little bit upset with that kind of nonsense from draymond <laughs>
1: well and then yeah and i and thought the got...
0: Cavs, like tristan's just like just like brushes it off like nothing happened but it's like someone should have been saying something like you know go look at that replay what the hell is that like you've already got one guy Riding him like a cowboy, and then here comes Draymond, and what does he do? He slaps down on his head as hard as he can. Yeah, like, and that's that is exactly. I'm... Sorry, go ahead. No, that that is exactly like what you're not supposed to do. It's unnecessary and excessive contact above the neck, and that's what it is. Yeah, and I just thought it was kind of BS that they let that go in Game Four, and I saw it again tonight. Yeah,
1: and and the one of the things, well, and then you saw LeBron get hit on the head by KD in no-call, which yeah, was a that terrible was just a missed call. Yeah,
0: that, that, that would have helped the Cavs a lot if it would have...
1: Yeah, you know, it totally would have. The but I, I just feel like that's one of the places that Lou is really lacking, you know, to bring this full circle on my uh, criticisms of Ty Lou, but I, he's terrible <laughs> at working the rest. And he just, like, kind of let some of that kind of stuff go and, you know, pretty much every other, uh, you know, coach of the last 20 years in the finals would have picked up a fine before going into game three of, uh, <laughs> for, for complaining about the officiating. So.
2: Well, he's very even keeled and that, that works for and against you sometimes. And yeah, I think it works for him that he's able to keep his head in, in uh, certain situations, but. You know, he also is a little more low energy than yeah, than man. other coaches. But
1: boy, he um, looked exhausted by the end of that finals. He, yeah. he looked, yeah, there's a guy that looked tired, and and it was a yeah. long season for them. So, yeah, yeah I mean, playing well, over hundred games a year is is pretty crazy.
2: Yeah, the good news is next season. I mean they they've already spent a season knowing what it feels like to lose in the finals. So, um, you know, so they can draw from that. And this was a tough year, I think, because sometimes it's hard to know how to be, how to be champions and LeBron knew how to, how to be, but I think the rest of the guys still had a lot to learn about that. So, you know, maybe this, this summer will be that, that, as you say, Nate, the rededication to the, the summer previous when, you know, Kevin and Kyrie were working really hard to come back from injury. The whole team was coming back from the disappointment of, of the those injuries and, and losing to a team that they they led two one with you know, with minimal talent available. And um you yeah, know, maybe that maybe that'll be the, the silver lining of all this is that um you know, you get that hunger back, you you find yourself in that place that you were in. Uh, you know, going into the going into last year,
0: I, I definitely think that's a, that's a thing that we will see is a, is a renewed hunger. Uh, I especially expect to see it from Kyrie, Tristan, and Kevin Love. Um, you know, I'm not sure how much more you know Richard Jefferson can give us, but <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely agree there. And I like with I remember as Eg when you guys talked about earlier about. A focus of next year needs to be you know, getting good habits defensively. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and I want
1: LeBron. I feel like everybody needs to take a little time off. I do start, too. Off I think they're exhausted. I mean, yeah. Kyrie played the Olympics last year. I mean, it was. Yep. Yeah, it was straight through. I mean, he hardly had a break last year, and and I just feel like you know they need to get away from the game a little bit. And I yeah. think that'll help them. And not being the champs takes the focus off you a little bit. And and now oh, for I, sure. I, and now I want the Warriors to get a little comfortable and and take it from them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely.
1: Yeah. And and I'm excited to see what happens in the NBA offseason. Kind of what the different teams do, whether they feel like they can compete with these two teams. But I certainly feel like I'm. Don't throw in the towel for next year. Come back. Come back strong. Do what you can do. And yeah. Go from there.
0: I think yep. it starts with you resign Griff. Then you look at, you know, can you can you make some moves? Um, you know, can you bring in some veterans? You know, this year all the veterans that they brought in gave them basically shooting. You know, mm-hmm. can you can you bring in some veterans that give you some uh, better perimeter defense? I, I think that would be huge. I think between Kyrie. Uh, love LeBron now that he's a viable three point shooter at this point in his career. JR certainly, you know, you don't necessarily have to really change up how you play. I think that's plenty of high octane three point shooting. Um, they had more of that than they actually needed, in my opinion, this year. And so, you know, you got to look to find some personnel so that you can go out there against that Warriors death lineup. And not have necessarily, you know, switches where now Kevin Durant is, you know, going up against someone on an island and it's just it's just like a bad scene. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: they did a really good job of hedging and corralling at points during that game or the last two games, and then they did some times where they just kinda got lost and their communication on switching and pick and roll and all that kind of stuff uh has gotta get better. I mean they just they lost each other at times on the court and then they get frustrated and then they all kind of just quit in the moment so they got to get better about that and hopefully some time away will help them. Yeah. So uh any uh big summer plans any uh uh the stuff you're doing uh, you want to talk about anything you want to pitch e.g. <laughs>
2: um i'm gonna take some i'm gonna take some time off
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know <laughs>
2: i'm exhausted man i don't know about yeah. you guys but i uh yeah i'm just kind of looking forward to spending some time with my is my my son's last uh summer before heading off to college so i'm looking forward to maybe getting out and seeing some baseball games with him and and uh uh, I'm gonna uh, take my daughter back east to see uh, to see my mom for a little, for a couple days. So yeah, just uh, I don't know, just trying to just trying to chill out and relax. Hopefully, get to see some good Indians games this summer, and maybe they'll uh, get back to the mountaintop again themselves.
1: Yeah, they they fortunately play in the AL Central, so <laughs> anything is possible.
0: Yeah, how about Got you guys? Like late season round.
1: I'm going to Alaska next month. Uh oh nice. See my folks and um hometown. Yeah, yeah, going taking my daughters, so that should be fun. Nice. And uh I did get to watch um a couple really good movies last night. Uh watch Hidden Figures, which was awesome. And if you have daughters, it's a great movie for them to watch. Um and then I got to see Get Out, which uh is just fantastic. It was Yeah probably one of the best horror movies or slasher movies however you want to describe it i mean dark comedy it it was great uh jordan peele's gonna probably be a really hot director for a long time to come very talented yeah very talented it was a fantastic and it came out of nowhere i don't think anybody was expecting to be as as good as it is so so i i would definitely recommend that so what about you
0: tom anything going on this summer Uh, you know, spend a lot of time with the family. You playing softball? Yeah, we had a game tonight. Um, it's, we're in a weird night. There's, there's, um, there's five teams. There's two, like, dominant teams. There's two really bad teams. And then we're in the middle. So we basically light up the bad teams. And we, you know, lose to the good teams, you know, like 12 to (laughs) 9. So it's, uh, it is what it is. But, um... Actually, play uh, w- the captain of the uh, one of the teams is Brian Windhorst's sister, oh, okay. yeah, so she's a friend of mine, and so it's kind of fun. We, we talk about, you know, what's going on with the Cavs or whatever. And her team is a juggernaut of a team, and she is ridiculously good at softball. Like she's really good. So, um, anyway. Yeah, playing softball. I'm in a golf league at work. Uh, all kinds of stuff. I'm really excited. I was trying to tell this to EG. (laughs) I'm really excited about Dunkirk. Yeah. I mean, like, really excited. I'm kind of, I'm becoming a bit of a World War II junkie. And, um, I've been reading a lot of books. I've been watching lots of movies, World War II movies. We'll and, guarantee,
2: guarantee. Chris Nolan will get it. will get it accurate, if nothing else.
0: Yeah, and it's just, it's such a, it's such a crucial point in like human history, and it's very dramatic. It, it, in my opinion, I mean, it'll make for a great movie, and I mean, I like pretty much all of Christopher Nolan's movies, so I assume it will have, you know, it'll be, it'll be exciting, interesting, you know, what have you. So I'm you, very you know, excited about it. I, I was pumped. The, first time i saw a trailer like way back and um you know it's like come on july 21st whatever i can't get it fast <laughs> and my like my, my uh, cousin you know who's teaches film was saying that um to go watch it like an imax because that's what they like natively filmed it in, Don't see
1: it in 70 millimeter.
0: um yeah i think that's it i think it's 70 millimeter imax or whatever
1: no, so 70mm is old school. old school. Did you go into a cave, Nate?
0: Yeah, Nate, sorry.
1: 70mm is old school. He's old school so projection. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I actually got a buddy of mine who is still in the projectionist union. Um, actually, I'm not sure. It, it, whatever the remnants of the projectionist union are. Uh, but he is... Uh, they did it for Django Unchained. They brought Django and chained out in 70mm and they're doing it for Dunker. Well, they did
2: it for and they did it for uh Hateful Eight too.
1: Or not Django and Chain, Hateful Eight, that's what I meant. I I yeah. got my Tarantino's confused. But nah, how dare you. I know. He's going to be <laughs> uh doing it uh doing it in 70mm in Pittsburgh. So, if you get the chance, go see it in 70mm. Is
2: there a 70mm theater in Cleveland or in Ohio? I don't remember the uh,
1: I think Valley City. Oh, okay. I think okay. Valley City. Valley
0: View. Is that what you mean, Valley View?
1: Yeah, over yeah, over by. I your don't know. Neck of the va- woods, I don't know what Valley City is. I I don't know what Yeah, Valley View. Yeah, <laughs> okay. that's one over there. <laughs> over by your neck of the woods, Tom, or where you folks uh, would, so. Yeah, not really, but it's probably closer south there. I don't know.
0: Well, that's where I want to of over school, off three hundred three. You know. What Valley View's down by like the Cuyahoga. It's like an Independence. What are you talking about?
1: No, I'm. I think. I think. I'm thinking of. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't
0: know my my Cleveland about.
1: geography is is not good. So
0: we
2: we apologize for the scintillating <laughs> map quest conversation <laughs> yeah. happening at the end
0: of yeah, the podcast. We get out here.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, it is at Valley View. So yeah, I thought Valley View was going to be showing it in 70 millimeter, but I'm not sure. So anyway, just uh, for the old school film guys, I, I got to put in a plug there, but it, I'm sure it's going to be
0: great in IMAX. So
1: yeah well this podcast got... has got a pair of long teeth now so uh Saber we're gonna too. we're gonna sign off and say have a great summer and uh and we're not gonna be podcasting or our, our content is probably gonna drop off from from what it was but uh it's been a great year and it's been a great year of uh defending the the land and the Cavs championship and And thank you guys for being a part of it, uh, Tom and EG and and everybody listening. So, go Cavs.
2: (laughs) Thanks for uh, putting it together, man.
0: (laughs) As always. Go Cavs. Go Cavs. Thank you for listening to Cavs the Blogs podcast. Check back soon for some more fun with your favorite blogger. (laughs)
1: weird <laughs>